It's Overtime on Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. You want to talk to me? It's Linnell Willingham. So glad we had a chance to talk this out. On 106.7 The Fan. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement. Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on 106.7 The Fan. And always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me. And to take you up to 945 tonight, we dish the rock to Caps Hockey. The boys on the road tonight continuing their West Coast road trip. They're out in Anaheim. Taking on the Ducks. You can hear the action right here on the fan uh, face-off set for 10 o'clock tonight. And the Caps are one of the big stories here locally. Lars Eller traded today uh, for a second-round draft pick. And with all the slew of moves that have been made by the Washington Capitals over the past couple of days, six members of that Stanley Cup team from 2019 uh, now remain on the roster following the latest moves. Alex Ovechkin, Nicholas Backstrom, John Carlson, TJ Oshie, Again, because Netsoff and Tom Wilson, the only members of the Caps, uh, left after the purge that's been going on. And it's interesting to watch the way that the team building's happening over there at Capital One Arena because it's crazy. It feels like for the first time in a long time, Ted Leonsis and the Caps are almost tanking. This is something that is unprecedented. It's something that we thought we would never see Ted Leonsis and the Caps do. Uh, the Caps on the verge of missing the postseason for the first time in 14 seasons. So clearly a change of the guard happening right now uh, with the Capitals. Their roommate over at Capital One Arena, the Washington Wizards. Uh, a whole other story. Uh, the Wizards right now fighting to get into the play-in tournament uh, in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. They picked up a huge win uh, last night. Bradley Beal going nuclear. Um, but just o- overall, good contest uh, from those fellas last night. And it's crazy we see the Caps kind of gutting their roster because they feel like they're not going to be able to compete and it might be time to retool on the fly for those Cats. But the Wizards, owned by the same guy, have a completely different mentality. A big win, though, last night for the boys uh, on the road last night in Atlanta, 119-116. I mentioned Bradley Beal uh, doing $250 million man things, 37 points on 17 of 30 shooting, and he was just... Uh, Absolutely on fire, man. He had a couple of key defensive stops late as well. Uh, But I want to go back to the difference in philosophy with the Capitals and the Wizards for a second. Because, as I mentioned, you all have been following the moves that have happened with the Caps in the past couple of days. It's almost like Ted Leonsis has a damn personality disorder, right? The Wizards are the team that you should be doing this with, right? If you're willing to have that mentality with the Caps, why not have the same mentality uh, for the Washington Wizards, who some could argue uh, are long overdue f- from a complete teardown and a strip down. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the Wizards do uh, in the second half of the season. We'll be joined at about 9.15 by Chase Hughes of NBC Sports Washington. He covers the Wizards uh, for, for NBC Sports Washington. Interesting comments uh, that, that Chase Hughes will have later on tonight. We'll, we'll get into some more of the specifics on the Wizards, in particular Bradley Beal, who is really – uh, gotten into his bag, so to speak, as of late. 30-plus uh, points in four of his last five games, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if he can continue that stellar 
pace uh, in the second half of the season. Uh, some other local hoops uh, in town tonight, 21st-ranked Terps. They're on the road against Ohio State. I believe it's their senior night uh, for the Buckeyes. The Terps will close out the regular season uh, on Saturday uh, against Penn State. Uh, the NFL draft going on, or excuse me, the NFL combine going on right now in Indianapolis. We'll be joined by Jarrett Bailey, uh, who covers the National Football League. He's set to join us. He is down in India at the combine. He'll join us uh, at about 8.30 to talk about the latest uh, from the scouting combine. Jalen Carter, though, is the big news uh, that came out today from the scouting combine, the defensive tackle from the University of Georgia. Uh, a lot of folks and a lot of pundits believe he is the best and top prospect in this year's draft class. Uh, he obviously sent home today. That was the big news that came out of Indianapolis today. Uh, Jalen Carter sent home as uh, he is facing charges in the in the fatal crash that took away uh, his teammate uh, about two months ago. So obviously a terrible situation going on there, and we'll, we'll get you the latest on that as, as it becomes available to us. Uh, we'll, we'll take a quick time out here coming up shortly, but before we do so, I wanted to touch on this. The Commanders, and we'll, we'll get into this more in more detail as the show rolls on, the Commanders received a pretty bad grade today uh, in the first-ever NFL PA report card. Uh, we'll touch on that as the show rolls on. You all know how I get down, though. It's the People Show. Tap in with me all show long. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Uh, you can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, I mentioned it, the Commanders received pretty bad grade in the first ever NFL PA report card. We'll give you the latest next. You want to talk to me? It's Linnell Willingham. So glad we had a chance to talk this out. On 106.7 The Fan. Just getting rolling. Here on this Wednesday night edition of Overtime, Youngest in Charge Move with Linnell Willingham riding with you till 945 before we dish the rock to our coverage of Caps Hockey. The fellas' West Coast road trip continues tonight. They're in Anaheim taking on the Ducks. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, purging of the roster happening right now for the Capitals. The latest move coming today, Lars Eller uh, traded away to Colorado, I believe, for a second-round pick. And, just six members left of that great 2019 Stanley Cup winning roster uh, for the Washington Capitals. We'll switch gears here a little bit and talk all things burgundy and gold. Obviously, the NFL scouting combine going on right now in Indianapolis. And uh, the past couple of days, we've had all these bombshell reports come out about the impending sale of this football team and Daniel Snyder uh, giving all types of pushback. And really, it feels like on the heels of the Eric Bieniemy hire, everything has gone south so quickly, right? Last Thursday, just think about the nostalgia that existed within this town, within this fan base, then how quickly it evaporated when these Dan Snyder stories come out. Uh, well, today, Martin Mayhew, the general manager of the Washington Commanders, uh, had his media availability, and there was some positive news in there, but soon thereafter, some more negative news comes out. The first ever NFL PA report card comes out, and the goal of this survey from the NFLPA was to highlight positive clubs uh, and identify areas that could use improvement, right? So clearly the findings and results of this report card, very crucial going into free agency as we're getting ready to start that process here coming up in the next two weeks. The Washington Commanders overall ranked dead last in this report card. And there were a couple of different subcategories that you could have been ranked in that end up influencing 
your overall score. Treatment of families, nutrition, the weight room, your strength staff, your training room, your training staff, uh, in your locker room. I want to go through a couple of these quickly because for Washington to finish in dead last kind of, to me, just exemplifies all the issues that we've had with Daniel Snyder as the owner of this football team. Uh, the stories that have come out over the past 48 hours, he's got no problem spending buku money to get his yacht fixed. He's got no problem spending buku money on things that don't have to do with the football team. But when it comes to the facilities and nutrition and weight room, Washington clearly lacking behind most of the NFL franchises in the National Football League. The first category they were ranked in was the treatment of the families. Now, this is something to me that I'm kind of miffed as to how the NFLPA is gauging this. Uh, Washington, though, received an F in that category and how they treat families. And I, I can't say how much the treatment of family correlates to wins and losses, but I do know this. If you treat the family of the players well, nine times out of ten, the players will be pretty happy with you. The players will be okay, right? You'll get the benefit of the doubt if it comes down to a couple million dollars on a contract. If you treat the people right, clearly that not happening here in Washington. They received an F in that category. The next category is nutrition. Now, when it comes to nutrition, your meal programs, what type of food you're being fed, the times that you're eating, a lot of different things go into that. The Dallas Cowboys rank first in that category, as they did in the treatment of family. So, clearly, uh, this this report card doesn't translate into wins too much because Dallas obviously not too far off of where Washington is. But Dallas comes up first in nutrition with an A. Washington falls in that category. Let's see if I can count from the bottom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Twelve from the bottom. So that means they come in at 20th in nutrition. They received the D plus. D's get degrees. I'm a walking testament of that. But this, this kind of just speaks to what's wrong with the team. This is a National Football League organization. Right, And think about some of the guys that are coming into the NFL nowadays, where you draft from, the SEC. You're coming from schools like Florida, Bama, Georgia, where your facilities, your nutrition, your meal plan, your strength and conditioning staff, your weight room, all state-of-the-art, top of the line. Some guys that get drafted here to Washington, they probably walk into the damn facility and say, am I at the right place? Is this the National Football League? Clearly, Washington in the nutrition area, lacking. They got a D in that category. The weight room is the next area where Washington uh, was ranked at. They got a C plus. Now, that was bottom half once again, six from the bottom. Uh, so they came in 26 in their weight room. I've gotten the chance to walk in to the commander's weight room. Um, I went to D3 Bethany College, so our weight room wasn't worth a damn either. But it looks like Washington's got state-of-the-art equipment in the weight room. So it didn't seem like that was an area where they were lacking too bad. But ultimately, they get a D-plus or a C-plus, excuse me, in that category. The next category they were graded in, the strength staff. This is where Washington did the best. Their strength staff tied for first, got an A-plus. Uh, they were ranked first in that area. And that's good, right? Because it seems like Washington has seen guys be able to put on weight and make significant jumps from year one to year two. And that is a testament of your strength and conditioning coaches and your strength and conditioning program, an area where Washington does well. Uh, the training room. Now, this is this is an area that if you've been following this football team 
closely for the past few seasons, you understand uh, the frustrations that come from the players within that building when it comes to Washington's training room. I believe there were stories about how Washington's hot and cold tubs could only hold, couldn't hold the the amount that other teams could. And I always compare this to where guys are coming from at the collegiate level, right? And I'll continue to point back to the big SEC schools. Hell, our first round pick from this past year is from the Big Ten, talking about Jahan Dotson. These guys are coming from state of the art facilities, so. They're being honest in their assessment and their evaluation of what they're getting. Uh, The way that these numbers and these grades were compiled, each team uh, had basically everybody on their roster participate in this, and they were interviewed, and they were able to come up with these composite scores. And to, to think that Washington is grading out so low in some of the most important categories, it leads me to believe our... Free agents going to be willing to come here? Is this going to affect Washington from attracting marquee free agents in the summer? Is it a big deal to fans and the fan base? Because I look at it, and it's more of the same, right? This is an embarrassment for the franchise. And the hits just keep on coming. This has been a 72-hour stretch where news is continuing to filter out day in and day out. None of it being positive. None of it being positive. Like I said, The last positive news we got, we got to go all the way back to last Thursday, which feels like an eternity ago, to the introductory press conference of Eric Biennemi. And it's since that point where it feels like everything's gone downhill. And today with this NFL PA report card coming out, icing on the cake, so to speak. My frustration, though, with this isn't with Ron Rivera. It isn't with the front office. It isn't with the coaching staff. This is a Daniel Snyder issue, 110%. Dan's unwillingness to spend money on things that matter is just negligent. I mean, it just is. There's no other way to describe it. There's no other way to talk about it. There's a reason why folks in this town are eager for Daniel Snyder to hit the door. There's a reason why folks in this town cannot stand Daniel Snyder, right? Hearing stories of former players in that building talking about the facilities and how far they lacked behind the rest of the NFL teams, man, it just, this report card kind of just solidifies everything we've heard in the past. It's not like we were oblivious to this stuff. That's the thing that I want to make sure is at the forefront. We already knew about this, right? We got a couple of former players that work in this market uh, as media members. Now, Logan Paulson was one of them. He told me the story about, how they had to do walkthroughs at a Gold's Gym at some point in time when Mike Shanahan was here. At Dan Snyder's personal airplane hangar, they were doing walkthroughs because they didn't have a bubble. What NFL team in 2023 doesn't have a damn bubble? Or at that point, it was what, 2012, 2011? Still, most of the teams in the league, if you're on the East Coast and you understand that weather could be a deterrent to your practices, the responsible thing to do is buy a damn bubble. Instead... Dan Snyder spends $4.5 million on a damn logo to go on his private jet. That's what I'm saying, man. Clearly, with Snyder, this is why everyone hates the guy. The priorities are messed up. When you're an NFL owner, you're making tons of money. All you got to do is lay back and stay out the way. Be low-key. Don't be a no drama. Don't be messy. 
sit back, couch and cheddar, and do what rich folks do. Cool it. Not Daniel Snyder. Clearly, we've seen uh, that the money, in some cases, get to people's head, man. And clearly, Dan Snyder, irresponsible decision after irresponsible decision. And today, with the first ever NFL PA report card coming out, uh, very clear uh, why folks here in town have not been happy with Daniel Snyder uh, for the past 20 years. Want to take your calls on this. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener line. Is it a big deal to you as fans out there in the fan base? Is it a big deal to you that Washington, in the first ever NFL PA report card, comes in last place? It's not the first time this team's finished in last place over the past 20 years. But does it bother you? Does this matter to you? Tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. MGM National List, National Harbor Listener Line is wide open, though. one 800 636 1067. We'll take a quick time out when we come back. You're... I may not ever get another chance to say this, so I just want to get this off my chest. It's Linnell Willingham on 1067 The Fan. Two minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital. It's a Wednesday night edition of Overtime. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 945 before we dish the rock to our coverage of Caps Hockey. The fellas in Anaheim tonight continuing their West Coast roadie uh, as they take on the Ducks. The Washington Commanders are the topic of conversation. The NFL is king. It's all we talk about around here, it feels like. Uh, the NFL scouting combine going on in Indy right now. I forgot what I called it. I remember. I called it the player circle. It's the player circle is what I call it, man. All the big wigs, all the agents, players, coaches, front office members are down there talking, mingling, and trying to Put together the framework of some of the deals that are going to potentially be coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Free agency officially starts in 13 days uh, is when teams will be able to start the legal tampering period, so to speak. So buckle up when it comes to this NFL offseason calendar, man. Things get ready to kick in uh, to full swing. Today, though, big-time news coming out. The first-ever NFL PA report card. Uh, and the grades here in Washington, not so good. Uh, the commanders ranked dead last in the team grade. And besides the strength coaches who received great feedback, uh, the grades, not so good for the Washington Commanders. The report card here uh, kind of breaks down the key categories. It was treatment of families, food, service, and nutrition, the weight room, your strength coaches, your training room, your training staff, the locker room, and team travel. Now, Washington overall comes in dead last. Their best score and best category uh, was their strength coaches. They're tied for first in that category. You can find the uh, official report card and link to this article at NFLPA.com backslash Washington Commanders report card. I just retweeted it out on my Twitter. You can follow me at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Some real big takeaways for me in this article, man. The number one thing that I walked away with was this small piece right here. It says... Players, excuse me, the locker room does not have confidence that club owner Dan Snyder is willing to invest to upgrade his facilities uh, as player responses rank him 31st in this category. And I just thought it was so timely that something like this would come out, right? Because all the slander for, for Daniel Snyder as of late and really over the past 18 months have come from the media, uh, it's come from law enforcement, and it's come from other owners in the National Football League. This survey right here is a direct reflection about how the players in-house 
in-house feel about Daniel Snyder. This is amazing. All Obviously, this survey is done under, under the condition of anonymity, so we don't have individual names to, to attach to some of these, but we understand the 53 guys plus on Washington's roster were surveyed, and this is how they felt. For them to come away being able to say that the entire locker room just doesn't have confidence in Dan Snyder, duh. Like, can I blame anybody there? These players are smart dudes, man. They're they're consonant professionals. They do their best to to deal with the outside noise while still, you know, keeping their singular focus on the field. But at some point, a distraction is a distraction is a distraction. All year long, it felt like really from October on, the Washington Commanders, Daniel Snyder, the workplace misconduct was the center and topic of conversation, not only here locally, but nationally as well. And clearly, based on this survey, it's taking a toll on the players. It's taking a toll on the players. My big issue and what I'm most now concerned with as we're, what, 13 days away from free agency, uh, how do the other teams, how do the other players around the National Football League feel about this? Why the hell would you want to come to Washington understanding eh, the facilities ain't going to be too good, bro? You might be eating chicken pot pies. You might be eating banquet TV dinners. Who knows what the hell they're being fed in Ashburn? Clearly, it's not good enough because they voted a D-plus for their food and nutrition. I can only imagine what they're being fed. And I was out there at training camp this year, boots on the ground, got the opportunity to do that. Food smelled good coming out of the damn facility as, as practice was ended and wrapping up. And we were writing our stories and things like that. It smelled good coming out of the facility. But to me, to me, it seems like based off of this report, not only are the players in-house frustrated, we're now in a situation where we're at a crossroads. And we got to figure out how big of an impact is this going to have on the team moving forward. To me, though, clearly huge embarrassment. And fans out there locally, you shouldn't be surprised by this. If you listen to 106.7 The Fan, if you listen to the Team 980, our talent, our hosts have done a great job over the years highlighting some of the shortcomings that Washington has internally. And the one thing I do want to say, Ron Rivera, the front office, hell, the training staff and the coaches, they're not really responsible for this. This isn't on them. They come into these circumstances. And you got to play the hand that you're dealt, so to speak. Imagine trying to get your guys ready to go each and every week if you're Ron Rivera, but you know that the damn food that they're getting fed during the week isn't worth a damn. That's tough, especially for a young guy coming into the NFL. You don't know any better. This is Washington is is how you know how to be a pro. I would love to ask a Preston Smith when he went to Green Bay, what were the differences? What was it like? Did it feel like you finally entered the league? Because when you're here in Washington and you're on your rookie deal, This is all you know. This is your first observation of the National Football League. And this is another damning quote right here. Only 22% of players feel like they have enough space on team flights. The Commanders, one of six teams in the NFL uh, that make a segment of their players have roommates before games, and one of seven teams in the NFL that do not offer their players first-class seats. This is Washington, folks. One of the big six franchises. One of the teams in this league that have the most tradition in history. And this, this is the conditions that the players are being subjected to? When we got a damn millionaire running the organization that's supposed to be flushed with cash? Give me a damn break.
want to tip the phones on this, though. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. Fans, is it a big deal to you? The NFLPA puts out their very first team report card, and the Washington Commanders come in 32 out of 32 teams. What does it mean to you? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. My man Neil in Rockville uh, tweets me and says, this is the piece of the puzzle that will finally get us into the second round of the playoffs, right? Hmm. Oh, I think he's talking about the Washington Wizards. I uh, tweeted or, or quote tweeted Sham Sarnia's tweet from uh, The Athletic. The Wizards uh, signing G League center Jay Huff to a two-way contract. Yeah, that's the front court depth uh, that we need, Washington. Taking your calls right now, though, on the Washington Commanders and your reaction to them coming in 32 out of 32 teams in the NFL's first ever report card from the NFLPA. Let's go to Pat in Mechanicsville. What's going on, Pat? Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? All right. It, no, it, it shouldn't be no surprise. I mean, Snyder, he's, he knows he's on his way out, and he's in the last two or three years. He's not going to spend any money except for his, whatever's on his job. Well, Pat, the crazy thing and, about uh, this is, buddy, this is this predates the last three, four years. This is going back almost a decade. Yeah, but you got to figure out. You got. I mean, you know, the well, NFL. You don't got to try to justify it, Pat. It's okay. No, no, no. I'm just saying the NFL. Who, you know, who, who is it to say who's who's? Uh, they say certain players are voting on it, but you never know. I mean, like you say, but I think once hey, what, he's what you gone, that the NFL PA is lying about the findings of this report, Pat. It wouldn't surprise me. Ah, uh, surprise <laughs> me that you're still on the line. I appreciate the call, buddy. Chris is in DC. What's going on, Chris? Good evening to you, sir. How you doing? Unlike the last, unlike the last caller, I am incensed as a longtime fan uh, who moved down here from Massachusetts in 1970 mm-hmm. and been a fan ever since. This is incensed to me. You quoted, uh, you just quoted the the report. It was the pr- uh, previous uh, paragraph that you missed, mm-hmm. and the part where it says, "Finally, there are complaints of a lack of warm water and issues with poor drainage in the showers." We have become the movie major league. Mm. We are art, imi- art imitates life. We used to have the, one of the best owners in all of sports. All of sports. And now we have this guy here. You referring I am to Jack Kent Cook, buddy? I am talking to the Squire Jack Kent Cook. Yeah. And now we, and now we have the absolute worst. We are an embarrassment. Just You don't even know your own area. We are in what we he's representing Washington DC, the most powerful city in the world. You're in you're in Loudoun County in Ashburn, one of the wealthiest areas in the DMV. And you're gonna put this trash up on and you expect us to feel good. I you know what, I don't mind if the team loses. I hate losing, but if we get beat by a better team, that's that's sports. That's sports. But when you read nonsense like this mm. and then you have smaller towns just overshadowing all of Washington, D.C. This man should not be the owner of the Washington Commanders going forth past this weekend. If, he's, if he is here on, on Saturday with, with taking away all the steam out of the combine, yeah. out, of, out of EB coming here, then I don't blame – I'm no longer blaming him. I'm blaming the owners and the Players Association. Why would anyone want to come here, and why would any of the 31 other owners 
want this chucklehead to sit there and be around hey, here. Hey, Chris, I appreciate your call, buddy. That, that is, yeah, Chris put it eloquently, and he really speaks for a large portion of this fan base that understands just how embarrassing and just how bad this actually is. Chris points out the part that I was kind of waiting to. I wanted to tease y'all a little bit and build it up as to just how bad things have been. But Chris still in my thunder, read this. Read this right here. Players, excuse me, players also reported uh, that the team has some of the smallest hot and cold tub players uh, for facilities, and only 35% of the players feel like they have enough personal space in their locker room. It then says, finally, there are complaints of a lack of warm water and issues with poor drainage in the shower. Let it breathe for a second. Really think about what I just read to you. This is a National Football League organization. I'm a product of MoCo football. Magruder Colonel, stand up. We didn't have drainage issues in our damn locker room. And the last caller just said it. We're in Loudoun County. The facility's in Loudoun County, one of the richest counties in America. There's a reason why we're the butt of so many jokes nationally, man. It's because of stuff like this. The Washington Commanders, I, I can't even say what I was going to say. It's, it's embarrassing, though. Really think about this, man. Lack of warm water in an NFL facility? You can't make this stuff up. You simply cannot make this stuff up. The Washington Commanders are operating under Dan Snyder, who's not short of cash. They're operating like they're a third-world football team. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. We're reacting uh, to the first-ever NFLPA team report card that came out, and the Washington Commanders coming in 32nd in a list of 32 teams We've given you some of the details. They've graded the treatment of the facilities, the food service and nutrition, the weight room, strength coaches, training room. The whole nine for the Washington Commanders has been graded by the NFLPA, and overall the scores, not too good. If you're on the line, stay there. We want to continue to take your calls. 1-800-636-1067 is the number more of your calls. Next is the fan. It's Linnell Willingham on 106.7 The Fan. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. Youngest in charge, Wilbur Liddell Willingham. Riding with you till 945 before we dish the rock to our coverage of Caps Hockey. Uh, the rest of the Capitals, uh, they're out in Anaheim taking on the Ducks tonight. Lars Eller uh, got dealt earlier today, and I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of our station. We are the official flagship of the Washington Capitals, which is why you can hear their games right here. This week, Lars Eller has gotten traded from the Capitals. He is a weekly guest on the Junkies, our, our morning drive show here. Uh, I'm blanking on the other guy's name. Garden Hathaway gets dealt yesterday. He's a premier fixture and a weekly guest on B. Mitch and Finley. So Nick Dowd, who's left with Grant and Danny, the only guy left under contract right now. So hopefully uh, the Caps give us some more players to keep the interviews flowing. Uh, right now, though, I want to keep things on the burgundy and gold. The NFL Combine uh, is really what's the big NFL news item uh, on deck right now. Player interviews continue today. We'll get to see some of the workouts starting on Friday, I believe. Uh, but the NFL PA dropped a bombshell uh, today. They gave their first ever team report card. Now, I believe the list said it was over 1,300 different players across the league that were polled, uh, each coming from each individual team. So the rankings 
that Washington received are based on the players from Washington that were interviewed, and not good, man, not good. They got an F in the treatment of families, which is tied for 29th last. Uh, they got a D-plus in food service and nutrition. That was tied for 18th. Uh, their weight room got a C-plus grade. That was tied for 22nd. The strength coaches, hey big boys lifting weights. They got an A-plus in that, tied for first. Did a good job in that category. The training room, another story. They got an F-minus in that. That was tied for 30th, which was tied for last. The training staff got a D, which was 31st. The locker room received an F-minus, which was 32nd. Uh, and team travel received an F-minus, uh, which was also 32nd. Now, this is crazy when you hear some of the details about why Washington came in so low in these rankings. And the big takeaway for me that I initially had was the fact that this quote says that the locker room does not have confidence that club owner Dan Snyder is willing to invest to upgrade the facilities as the player responses rank him 31st in this category. And we all know some of the things Dan Snyder has spent the millions of dollars that he has on. Everything that we heard about Daniel Snyder was that, oh, he cares so much about this team lifelong fan. He's from the area. All that is true. It was crazy. Uh, we did our, our end game show during the season called our Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live. I was in an Uber on the way to the station one day, and when you use Uber or Lyft or any of these ride-sharing services, you get to meet people from all different walks of life. Well, one day, I believe it was, what is it, the Texans game. The week we played the Houston Texans, awful, awful game, by the way, the week we played the Texans, though, my Uber driver, unless he was a liar, said that he went to high school with Daniel Snyder. And they had their, I believe it was 25-year-old, 25-year reunion. Uh, and Daniel Snyder shows up to the reunion with about three or four security guards, wasn't talking to people. It was just very strange and awkward uh, during the encounter. The Lyft driver also told me that, you know, Dan Snyder was a guy that, Constantly got picked last and dodgeball and basketball and things of that nature. He really described Dan, and this is just the way he's describing him, not how I describe him. He described Dan as a short, unathletic, rich kid looking to fit in and be a cool kid. And uh, Clearly, Daniel Snyder and his family uh, were very, very fortunate from a financial standpoint. Uh, Daniel Snyder was able to get into some business ventures, and the next thing you know, boom, he's got enough cash to buy the Washington Commanders. He bought it for, what was it? $600 million at the time, I believe, when he bought it. It's getting ready to sell this offseason for north of $5 billion. So call it a flip if you know what a flip is. So Daniel Snyder clearly knows what he's doing financially, just not when it comes to the Washington Commanders. To hear things like uh, there's complaints about a lack of warm water and issues with drainage in the shower. The, the players aren't even flying first class. I've never heard of that. But this article lets me know that there are six other teams in the NFL that do that as well. So. Dan Snyder, not the only owner that's coming skinny, but just super revealing, man, to hear some of the details as to how Washington's players have had to be treated over the past couple of years. And it brings me back to this. Can we blame them for losing over the past couple of years or since Dan Snyder's been in charge? They're almost playing from behind, so to speak, right? When you have complaints about your training staff and being understaffed in that department, that's huge. That's the difference between a guy being questionable or probable, right? Maybe if you had more money allocated to your training staff, guys would get better rehab. Guys will come back from injury a hell of a lot quicker. Maybe, maybe Chase Young wouldn't want to go to Colorado to rehab his damn knee. He'd stay right here like you asked him to. 
But if I'm Chase Young, the hell y'all going to tell me to do with my health? Look at our training staff. I had more trainers on my staff in high school. He probably could have said, the math is by the way, so they was working with money as well. But, yeah, man, this is – the conditions are unbearable, and it's not a shock to me, though, because this is kind of what we've known over the past couple of years with, with this franchise and how Daniel Snyder was doing business. Can't surprise me at all. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lounge. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. My man Matt tweets at me uh, and says, two questions for you. Should we be impressed that this franchise has won so many games the last couple of years with these conditions? Great question, by the way, Matt. And uh, at the start of you-know-who's tenure, talking about Daniel Snyder, was the crap the same, or do you think this happened over time? I appreciate the tweet, Matt. That two really good questions. Should we be impressed that the franchise has won so many games the past couple of years with these conditions? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah. I just kind of alluded to it. They're playing from behind already, right? They're already playing from behind the eight ball. Monday through Saturday, if you play on Sunday in the National Football League, is how you win on Sundays, right? It's the preparation that leads up to Sundays that gives you the confidence and get you ready to go out and perform at your best. Well, according to this survey, Washington wasn't prepared Monday through Saturday the way other teams around the league was. So, yeah, I'm impressed at the fact that they were able to go out and make the playoffs in 2020 during a COVID year, right? I'm impressed by that. I'm impressed with the fact that they were able to stay competitive for most of last year. I'm not saying... Ron Rivera and the front office don't need to be better. But damn, the head of the snake, the head of the snake is not doing things right. So how can we expect the rest of the building to do right? My man DOC, Rick Doc Walker, always says, well, when you don't have a boss, this is what happens. And this is a situation where Daniel Snyder clearly uh, does not have a boss. 1-800-636-1067 is the number of man. Captain Todd's in Houston. What's going on, Todd? Hey, what's up, Linnell, man? How's it going? I'm good, man. How you doing? Uh, just another day as a DC fan, man. <laughs> Horrible, then. Yo, you know, you know who has good drainage and hot water? Who? Prison. <laughs> yeah. Jail. Yeah. Jails have drainage and hot water, man. Not a multi-billion-dollar organization representing the capital of the United States of America in football. Like I, I'm not surprised because I, I, I've been a fan of this team for so long. I know Dan and his ways and everything. And this gives validity to everything that we've been saying for so many years about how bad things are. But it's still to this point, I, I don't know why I'm so surprised, but I still am so surprised at how bad it is. I know it's bad. It's always bad, but I, I keep getting surprised at how much worse it is than we all actually thought or how lower the bar was than we actually it's thought. It's criminal, dude. It really is. And the thing that I think why we think like that, Todd, is because think about it, during Dan's tenure, we've seen so many different regimes come in and out. So to think that none of those guys were able to incorporate any type of changes is alarming. <laughs> it is. And, and also the front office with, uh, you know, Bruce and, and Jason yeah. and, and LaFamina and Neg- all these guys. Neg- negligence all around, Todd. It is. And, you know, I, I actually really, you know, Bruce and, and Jason yeah. and, and LaFamina and Neg- all these guys. Neg- negligence all around, Todd. It is. And, you know, I, I actually, really quick, I got to give even more credit to Terry McLaurin and Jonathan Allen yeah. that they decided to re-sign here yeah. knowing all this stuff, dealing with all this stuff day in and day out, and they still 
we signed here, and they are still leaders of this team. So Man, I got those guys all Royal the credit. Soldiers, I appreciate the call, Todd. And you know what? I, I agree with Todd, and I'm going to piggyback on it. Hell, I'm even giving credit to Ron Rivera in this front office to convince those guys to re-up here, knowing the conditions. It's criminal, man. Super producer Toby Altizer in studio tonight. Toby, what did you make of this, man? Because I'm watching your reactions as I'm reading some of this stuff, and <laughs> you're thinking what I'm thinking. Yeah, What I mean, the hell's going on? There's two things with this when I think about it. There's a bare minimum that's expected of an NFL team. Right. And I think that's the Washington Commanders right there. <laughs> the bare minimum. And honestly, maybe even a little less because you don't have yeah. hot water and drainage. But they've got the equipment. they got everything. That's all. But the problem is this isn't high school football. This isn't middle school football where the bare minimum is all you need. Yeah. This is the highest level of football there is in the entire world. And there's not better facilities than what you have in Ashburn and what you have at FedEx Field. And then number two, this is a direct correlation to ownership. There's nothing else. You brought it up a little bit earlier. Yep. None of this is on Ron Rivera. He's not paying to make sure that the hot tub's bigger. Exactly. Martin Mayhew's not making sure that there's enough people in the training room because he's not the one foot in the bill. This is all on Dan Snyder, and I think it's pretty obvious the problem in Ashburn, the problem in Landover, the problem with this organization has been one guy, and it's been one guy for too, too long, and it's not on the football field. It's really not in the front office. It's not in the coaching staff. It's in ownership. It's tough. That's why hopefully this is going to be one of the most important off-seasons in recent memory and really in the history of this franchise. All signs pointing towards Daniel Snyder being forced to sell this football team. And when a report like this comes out today from the NFLPA, it kind of lends to that, man. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll actually talk some football here real quick. The Washington Commanders and their brass out at the Combine in Indianapolis trying to get better, trying to find prospects uh, that they're going to want to take in next month's draft. Ron Rivera spoke to the local media, though, at the uh, NFL Scouting Combine and had some interesting things to say about the status of QB1 moving forward. We'll let you hear those comments next. This is the fan.